Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your girl, Jamie, sipping two full with Jesus. And guess what? It's time to rise. Good morning, everyone. Happy Sunday and welcome back to It's Time to Rise. So last week we spoke about the veneers. We spoke about posts. And I said, you know, while this is very applicable to urban economic development, it could also be correlated with personal development. Depending on how you hear the message and where you're at, is going to be the receptivity of the message. And so you'll be able to apply it to different areas in your life with multiple perspectives. I told you in the beginning that this ministry is very unique as we transverse through um, multiple areas or multifaceted um, platform going from um, personal development, professional development, and finally to community development, which is centric of urban economic development. So many of these messages can apply to you personally or can apply to how you look at your community. It all depends on where you are and what God wants to do to you or what God wants to do through you. So when we spoke about the veneers and we spoke about the post, I said, you know, you can put on a veneer and it will show something. In dentistry, the veneers actually are the um, porcelain or the other material. And it's the, the tooth that is put on as like a facing. But underneath it is the most important aspect, which is the post, because the, the post is created from the original something, the original tooth that was there. And it has to be firmly rooted, strong enough to hold something up. I want to continue in the vein of um, veneers and holding something up, but I want to shift the perspective in the areas of investment. You know, I told you from the very beginning that this show is very taboo and we're going to touch on different areas that um, seem to be sensitive to different cultures, different groups of people, but will bring you to a place of shifting the perspective to get the outcome that is desired. And that can be for your community or for you personally. When I'm speaking about the post, I'm speaking about what the foundation that something is built upon. Because mainly when we want to demonstrate something, it's what we show. It's like they say, it's our best face forward, right? But ultimately what you've invested will ultimately determine how something shows. I spoke about, um, and it was in the radio show as well. I have um, online ministry, which I spoke about. It's under Jamie Ortiz. It's Rise Ministry and Hope's Garden Shop, which is my store dedicated to naturopathic and holistic, um, holistic remedies for integrative medicine. And as I was um, selling a certain product, I was mentioning about the cost of this product. I said, no, it's, it's not cheap. 
It's not. I'm not going to tell you that it is. It's all organic. It's not processed. You know, it's high quality and therefore it requires an investment. That's why I want to bring you to today. Something that is worth having, something that is going to create the best face forward, something that is going to um, be built to last is going to require an investment. So if we're looking at this from the aspect of, you know, the post and the veneer, the gums have to be treated. Not only the gums have to be treated, but the roots have to be tested to see if that post is going to be able to withhold what it is showing, what it is demonstrating. I'm telling you the same thing about you. And I'm also speaking to um, those who are in community affairs, community outreach, community development, and or business development. If what you are trying to show people is not built on a foundation that has healthy roots, then you're not going to be able to show them that image for so long. Because once pressure is applied or once it starts getting used or, or overly utilized, it could have the potential to be worn down because something is not right at the root. Well, when you make an investment, you make an investment from a place of expectation that your outcome or that your return on investment is obviously larger than what you've put in. I'm again telling you the same thing about you. When you choose to grow in certain areas, whether it be business development, whether it be personal development, relationally, communi communications, um, career-oriented, um, family, you need to understand what is going on at the root because the foundation might not be the problem. It might be the root of the matter. So in the areas of um, urban economic development, when I was asking the Lord what to speak about, um, one thing that came to me was Black Wall Street, right? And we see in this day and time, and I saw something very interesting on, I think it was like um, Money TV or Money Market TV or something like that, one of those channels about the use of technology and social media and how it heightens the polarization of many of these issues within, um, you know, urban communities or, or across, let's just say across America. And because everybody has an opinion and has a platform to voice the opinion or to present something, it creates a, a polarized reaction in, and it tends to sway in the most, um, I guess the, the one that is most, uh, what is the word that I'm looking for? The one that they most identify with. So for example, I put up a post on Facebook at the very beginning of the pandemic, and it was about the homelessness and quarantining and not having the right parameters and what was the community doing when, yes, we're facing a pandemic, but the epidemic in this certain community is homelessness. So I put up a video of what I saw and it was not a positive. It was not a positive depiction of the police in that community. 
That video was shared over and over and over again, well over 600, 700 views, comments galore, and it was just, it took off, right? And it created a conversation. What was the conversation about? Well, the conversation was about the mishandling of the police because very much during that time, we were going through a pandemic and then entering into what seemingly so could have been race riots again. So people will pass on information based on how they feel about the certain subject and knowing that their reaction is going to be the same as the others. So how am I tying this into the Black Wall Street? Well, it's time that we start to take a look. And I, and I don't believe in separatism. I don't believe in um, creating a community based predominantly on one culture. I am biracial. I'm multiracial. I'm black and Russian. And so I have and I've been raised by my stepfather, who is straight off the boat from Italy, you know, I have a, I'm multi, I, I'm like 31 flavors, okay? So you, you can't put me in a box in regards to my perspective of a matter. But I will tell you this, that when we are looking at urban economic development, we cannot turn our faces from the, or, or not see the proportionate numbers of minorities in a community versus Anglos or, or non-minorities. So therefore, the building of the community is going to happen one of two ways. Either the people in the community who the majority are minorities are going to build it, or it's going to be built from the outside in. Anytime you relinquish control to have somebody fortify a foundation from the outside in, you must be prepared for your roots to reject that foundation. Why do I say that? Well, the foundation is built on their principles, their statures, and what the others want. So they will put it in a community knowing that the community will thrive off of it. But if the root cannot accept the, the groundwork, there is going to be a rejection and a separation. Look at it from a perspective of planting, right? So if you have good soil, good, good soil, dirt is, is the foundation for anything. There are some plants that need additional minerals to that soil in order for them to thrive. Conversely, there are some plants that cannot have certain minerals in the soils in order for them to thrive. When we look at the, the dynamic of um, urban economic development, even personal development, interpersonal relationships, interpersonal, interpersonal or intertwining of um two separate worlds. How do you impact that environment? How does that environment impact you? We have to take a look at, can you survive in the environment? Can the root withstand the foundation? And if the foundation is not right, what must you do to relay the foundation that is necessary for one to thrive in? 
I believe we are going to transverse many um, different topics in this in this area. And I know that it's thought provoking because we're going from community to personal to professional. But if we look at the establishment of a community, it starts with people. It does not start with businesses. It does not start with government. It starts with people. So when I talk about Black Wall Street, Black Wall Street is um, outside of um, the economic growth, banking system, money systems, business development for minorities. It represents the plight of those who have been oppressed and have been able to rise up when the odds were seemingly stacked against them. It is also a very sad representation of what jealousy, envy, and hatred look like by the burning down of the businesses. But where do we go from there? Where do we, how do we move on from that point? What can we look at now? Well, I believe the very principal foundation is the mindset of building something like Black Wall Street. Why was it built? Well, one, it was built to kind of keep the money within the communities. But two, it was built so that they have presence in the, com the, the people have presence in the community and can rise up to meet and exceed, meet and exceed what the, um, what the surrounding businesses were doing, right? So it's, it's taking a rightful place in business. So often I see throughout um, communities where the facade is more of the investment rather than the actual foundation being laid. And we can, we can definitely shift this to a personal perspective. If you are investing in the facade, if you are investing in the way something looks, ultimately, when you start digging to the root of the matter, you'll see that the foundation wasn't right and you'll see that the root was not right. And so therefore, what was built will not stand. Am I making this correlation between Black Wall Street and business development? No. And I want to make that very clear because the destruction of the businesses and the system that was built was through systematic hate. But what I do want to say is how one moves past that, rises above, and changes the perspective for a generation to come will determine the outcome, will determine the outcome for many. Now, so if I were to relate this to the business, and I told you it's naturopathic and holistic business, I am um, a distributor of a product called Juice Plus, and I know that it is expensive, but I also know that by integrating this level of um, this or this this level of uh, combination of vitamins and antioxidants and oils into my system, my body is fortified to withstand what it is that I have to do on a daily basis. Our health propels us to do what we have to do on a daily basis. Now, an individual placed within a community has different health levels. Our mental health our physical health, our emotional health, our family health, as well as our economic health. These are five factors 
that will be, um, or five factors of health that will determine if a person will thrive in a community or a family will thrive in a community or not. So my mindset is I need to make the investment within me so that those five can line up straight across the board. I wanna tell you that what I see, what I have experienced, and seemingly so, what I've done in the past myself was invest in what's called the facade. We make it look like something good and you take much time and effort to make something look good, but it could never have withstood the test, meaning the sneakers. I already brought this issue up. I have a huge issue with seeing people with $200 sneakers and you might have the Gucci belt from the cart right there in front of VIM, $50, and you know it's Fucci, but you're still spending $50 on something that's fake when you could have gotten something a little bit more in your price range. And so you've built this facade. You've built something to show. And at the end of the day, when the streetlights go out, when the businesses pack up, what do you have? What was that investment worth? What, how did you, how were you made better by that investment? How did you grow from that? Or was it just to show people something? I want to challenge many of you in this area, even local government. How is the community impacted by the investments that are made? Are these investments made to grow the people? And if they are made to grow the people, are you outcasting certain people from growth opportunities or are they unwilling to change their ways to grow? There's always going to be two different sides of the coin and two different sides of perspective. When somebody is making a valiant effort to invest in themselves, they will not stay in their own perspective, but will try to wrap their minds around another person's insight and or perspective to glean the nuggets from what they are saying, because let's be real, not everything is going to be truth and not everything is going to be correct but they could use that negative, um, I want to say negative reinforcement to shift their perspective to get the right investment. And that is the truth. That's a word for somebody. That is a word for somebody in the areas of investments, businesses, communities, and personal investments. So, when we start to build urban communities, we start to build based on the root and the foundation of the unique culture that has impacted that community. So therefore, when building urban communities, it must have an integrated, integrated multicultural perspective and the foundation that which is laid 
must be that integrative foundation. The reason why I say that is because if you, um, I mean, I don't, I don't know if many of you are honest with yourselves, I'm going to throw out two terms here and you tell me which one you side with, you know, speak to yourself, economic development slash business development, because we know that business development breeds economic development, the economic health. On the other side of that scale, is called gentrification. When you look at it from a business perspective, it's purely numbers, purely numbers. It's economic development. When you look at it from a people perspective, it's gentrification. Is there a way to meet on the in-between that gentrification does not happen but integrative multicultural societies are built for the sole purpose and intent of economic and community development. If you cannot look at it this way, you will not be willing to change your perspective, your insight, or what it is that you must do to be a part of that change. How are we tying all of this in? The fact remains is that these neighborhoods um, that are currently underdeveloped, people who are currently underdeveloped are starved. And I don't mean starved in, you know, hunger sense, but I mean starved for change, starved for change. How you initiate change will determine whether it is um, received and set into like a place of like um, enablement or whether it is rejected and then defied. And I believe that that's one of the one of the major issues about getting around the heart issue. It's, it's the heart of the matter to put people at a place of a mindset for change. Developing businesses, developing communities, developing relationships should all prove to be lucrative, lucrative in the matter of both and in the matters of business. You know that you have a good business deal when both sides are on the equal sign, when both sides are on uh, have a winning side. Nobody's going to want to do business or an investment if there is loss and one 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 loses and the other one gains, it's just not it's not a it's not a business relationship. It's not um, it's really not ethical, but it's just it doesn't work. It's, somebody is not going to invest in you if they lose everything. It's just not going to happen. So there must be a give and take. There must be a give and take. And I say that in regards to the communities, because there must be a give and take. There must be a way to be able to create new business ventures while disrupting an old mindset and build a foundation in which the new is birthed, but it has the same cultural influence that was there before. 
when you are in an area of um, this type of development, what happens is called creative deconstruction. Creative deconstruction means that there are some things that get destroyed so that the new creation can live again. I'm telling you, for those people who are, I mean, really doesn't matter where you're at, if you're looking at this personally or professionally or community-wise, there are some things that have to simply get destroyed so that when the new is built, there's not the evidence of the old thing. And that is the truth. When the new thing is built, it will operate differently and it will create the expectations, the outcomes, and the return on investment that was originally foreseen, discussed, and anticipated. Many of you are at a place in your personal lives where you're unwilling your unwillingness for a deconstruction of something old, archaic, and just simply not working for you or the people attached to you is the reason why you haven't moved forward yet. For communities, the resistance to deconstructing a mindset, an old mindset that is not proven to be um, that's not proven to be, what is the word that I'm looking for, profitable, has stopped many communities from developing the way that they should and have, I don't want to say forced the hand, but have caused the ears to be open to outside development and therefore their influence is coming into the city. For many people who have businesses of their own, this pandemic was a wake-up call that if you are not willing to shift your practices, platforms, and perspectives, that you could have been cannibalized by those who have done so already. Ultimately, the goal is to be ever-evolving. And the only way that we are going to be ever-evolving is at a constant state of awareness awareness of the times that we are in, awareness of what is to come, awareness of how we can be relevant and revolutionary so that this way we are ahead of the waves of forced change. And I believe that is the greater insight. When you place so much emphasis on investing in what something looks like, you completely ignore what something is. For example, if you build a home and a lot of these new buildings going up, a lot of the old time carpenters are like, oh, that's garbage. It looks beautiful. The amenities, you know, the appliances, the floors, the this and that. But if you get a skilled craftsman going into those apartments or those buildings, you know that it's garbage. It's garbage. Because what went up was something to look good. It looked good for the community. So it went up very quickly. And because it looks good, we can charge that much. <laughs> because it looks good. But at the root of it, eh, it's not as good as it looks. So now we need to shift our perspective. We cannot be like something that comes up very quickly and looks good. We must be something that is so built and fortified, that brick and mortar, 
that nothing can take us down. I mean, I know, I know the way I think is a bit different. And I know the way I tie in everything, how I transcend the worlds of business, personal development, ministry, and relationship is very different. But if you hear it with the right spirit, if you hear it with the way it's intended, you are a multidimensional person and you don't have to stay trapped in, in one facet of your life. But what I'm telling you is that when you make the right investment into your life, you will impact multiple facets of your life and those that are connected to you. So you don't remain in a box. You will not remain in the box when you make the right investment with the right perspective. And often people are so short-sighted that they're not making the right investment. And this is why I bring it back to the sneakers, the clothes, the five finger eyelashes that are $50 that could smack somebody from across the room. I mean, and I, and I say that jokingly, but I say that honestly, when you know who you are and you know what you're capable of, your potential, your capabilities, you will see that you investing in how, how you look is not important or as important until you invest in who you are and what you can do. A business is not good if they look good. A business is only good if they can produce what they say they can produce. And that's what I, that's what I want to speak about today. You are only as good as what you can produce. Therefore, the investment should be in what's coming from you, what's of you. And I truly feel that with that shift of perspective, you know, and with how our foundation as Christians are built, no man lay any other foundation than Christ, then we'll all have the right perspective about um, being built and building. So that's my time for today. And I hope that this message blesses you. Please reach out to me, jamie at risecommunityconsultants.com is my email, or come hit up my webpage, www.risecommunityconsultants.com. You can also find us on Facebook, where we have a slew of ministry resources at jamie, J-A-M-I-E-O-R-T-I-Z, and you'll see the picture in the background, Rise Community. Have a great day, guys.